The following podcast is intended for mature audiences only, meaning no children, young teenagers, or rule of three. Life in the world to come is a work of fiction, and improv is hard. Some of the topics discussed may be upsetting to some listeners, and if that is the case for you, then steal your heart. Take courage, for darker things lurk on the horizon. One could be forgiven for wanting to hold on to one's innocence. No one would fault you. Turn back now if you are frail at heart, for beyond here you will find only desolation and despair. For those of you whose souls have calloused and hardened through years of harsh winds and sizzling heat, welcome home. I'm Will Wood. A disclaimer. Welcome, everybody, to Life in the World to Come! I'm Will Wood. I'm Christopher Dunn. And welcome to Life in the World to Come. I'm Will Wood. I'm Chris Dunn. And welcome to <laughs> Life in the World to Come. I'm Will Wood. <laughs> I'm Chris Dunn. And welcome to Bibis Boys. Bibis Boys, uh, where we <laughs> answer your questions about how to survive in the world to come. Which, in the apocalypse. Yeah, exactly. That's that's basically that's 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 it. That's you know, the premise. We haven't we haven't we haven't addressed this in a while, and I feel like all I all I ever want uh-huh. is to be honest with our audience. Sure, I I want to I want to create a uh, a position of trust between you know us and the people who are listening to us. Foolish but admirable. Go on, <laughs> right? <laughs> and you know, it it can seem we've been talking about how soon the apocalypse is going to happen for a really long time, uh-huh. and it hasn't yet. No, not not quite. No, and um. I'm not going to go as far as to issue an apology because yeah. that would imply that, you know, we're capable of being wrong right. about any of this. Which is, at a bare minimum, something that I am not willing to accept. Certainly. No, I, but, I, no myself neither. But, myself neither. Yeah, yeah yourself Sentences, neither. Sentences, I'm doing them. <laughs> but I, I, think it's, I think it's worth talking about, the fact that it hasn't happened yet. I mean, you know, I, I have, have, have you... Have you, have you have you gotten any clues as 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 to what the as as to what the holdup is at this point? Actually, I have been sensing some vibrations up here in the mountains. The air is a lot thinner and because That's true. the air is thinner. The molecules have more space to move around. Yeah, vibes so, are stronger in higher altitudes. Exactly because they have more room to wiggle and they're yeah. a bit louder and uh, brighter when processed by my third eye and uh-huh. my third ear and physically closer to God. Yes, of course. I actually saw him the other day. <laughs> And that's what I was just about to say is that, you know, the, the vibes uh, I was getting when I was talking to God. Talking to God? Yeah. I, so I both talk to God and pick up on vibes. Right. Um, so I got a lot of access to a lot of information here. Yeah. Um, that, arguably too much. It can be a burden. Yeah. It might be a lot for the brain to handle. I need to carry around a pen and paper at all times or I miss some very important information. Uh, remind me later mm. on, uh, trumpets played... Ooh. By alligators. <laughs> okay. Inevitable. In- okay. Don't let me forget that, okay? Mm-hmm. Alligator trumpeteers. Yes. Yeah, like in uh, Frog Prince. Yeah, or just like, uh, like uh, uh, you ever been to that Louisiana-themed uh, resort at Disney World? 
Jeez, that's it's just themed after a it's, state. It's just kind of uh, uh, Mardi Gras <laughs> themed. You're right; it is weird. I want to go to a New Jersey themed resort. Yeah, it's just it's just like a bunch of of overweight Italian men selling you bagels. Just, <laughs> just angry drivers. Yeah, just like a guy with a pizza. It's like it's better than New York. It is. I mean, people are gonna argue with you, but it's better than what we got in New York. You know, I mean, you look, look on the internet. It'll tell you the best piece in the world. You go around <laughs> a Jersey. corner outside of any gift shop. You've got like um, a guy in like a mascot costume signing autographs. And then you got another guy in a mascot costume beating the shit out of another guy <laughs> in a mascot <laughs> costume over whether it's pork roll or Taylor ham. Yeah. And, and fucking uh, 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 Bruce Springsteen is just. <laughs> Is just presiding over it at all times. A 500-foot statue of Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> I love a, that. With a booming projector playing his greatest hits out of his... Oh, I love that. Fuck. Bruce Springsteen's the one from New Jersey, right? Yes. Okay, good. Yeah, no, don't worry. Um, he, uh... Weird how he became, like, the patron saint of the state. I didn't agree to that. He's fine and all, but, yeah, like... He's just kind of from New Jersey. I feel There's like, a lot of guys from New Jersey. I feel like his music is 90% I Was Young Once and 10% Tom Waits covers. <laughs> that's a very good way of putting it. Oh, but when I was talking to God and also picking up on vibes up here, because that's, you know, what's going on. Um, and that's how it works and why yeah. I encourage more yeah. people in New Jersey to come and move up to the Poconos. Um, uh, I heard God say, yo, are you picking up these vibes I'm putting out? <laughs> and I said, yeah. Um, thanks for sending him over, God. And he was like, no problem. Uh, just make sure to carve this in stone. And I said, okay, what do I carve in stone? And he said, vibes are off, dude. Oh, Wrong vibe. Oh, no. Yeah. This is nice. We uh, talked about the apocalypse in the beginning of the uh, podcast. We for don't once. usually do that. No, we usually just talk about our days. Yeah. <laughs> like, or our weeks or our mental health issues. Yeah. 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 No, th- this is, and uh, this, we're back in it. Yeah. This is the new vibe for this new set of episodes is focus and ambition. Focus. Yes, I love <laughs> this. I've listened back to some of these episodes and I've found that first five minutes, nowhere at any point do we say it's about the apocalypse. We just go, let's get into some questions. Yeah. And what the fuck does that even mean? What is this, Dear Abby? Look, it's an exercise in trust. And I think if you people have proven anything to us is that we can't trust you. You're not trustworthy. No. We need to spell this shit out for you one of these kids sent me an envelope full of teeth you know, i can't trust somebody who sends me envelopes <laughs> full of teeth i can't do it it's 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 very suspicious behavior and and it's very frequent in my life yeah it does sound like the kind of thing that would happen to you a lot it is incessant that's 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 what you get for just showing a passing interest in bones yeah which is weird because honestly not that interested in bones <laughs> i'm really not i wouldn't have known <laughs> yeah no i i get it it's i'm not do you see any bones in my oh wait no there is a straight up a painting of a skeleton smoking a joint in there my is. living room yeah, yeah and there's a, a vial full of teeth in also in your living room holy shit you are right and i think you have skull fragments somewhere i do have just a tupperware full of fragments of an actual human skull i have bad news for you i, I think, think i think you're a bone boy i think <laughs> I think you are exactly the person. <laughs> Shit. I think you are. Oh no, William, William William Wood Bone Man. It looks like I really am the person who I hate being seen as being. <laughs> That's really what it is. I get frustrated with being confused for this gay space vampire obsessed with bones, um, and the reason I don't like it is because I just don't like to be seen. 
which is a weird problem to have, a, a weird personal problem to have for an artist. But no, uh, that anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's I'm just imagine that. Yeah, yeah, trouble. How would you feel about jumping into some questions? Um, yeah, let's jump. Into I want to jump questions. into some questions. All right, let's do and it. And I think that this is a good place to start because uh, we've already established the new theme of the podcast moving forward. Focus is focus. Focus. And drive. Ambition. Ambition and power. Becoming <clears throat> the best versions of ourselves. I love that. I'm not going to lie, though. I don't think that honestly, the best version of myself does a podcast. Shut the fuck up, William. <laughs> William. <laughs> Get it together. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> this is a, this is a podcast about focus and driving ambition and power and becoming the best version of yourself. Okay. And with that, and with that in mind, <laughs> how to get yoked in the apocalypse? Bench pressing dogs made of stone, <laughs> which will happen every night. When the moon will develop incredible oh, new supernatural <laughs> properties that turn dogs into stone. It's the same basic metaphysics uh, as werewolves. Um, but something happens with radiation that mutates the metaphysical properties of the moon that causes it, instead of turning men into wolves, uh, it turns dogs into stone. You work out at night. You bench press stone dogs. <laughs> <laughs> or fight a guy. <laughs> you know? That's a stupid idea. <laughs> You're right. No, you have to wait for the moon to turn dogs into stone. Yeah. Come I'm on. assuming attach them to some sort of bar, some sort of rod. Just pick them up <laughs> and then put them back them down. Fight a guy. <laughs> Fight a guy. No, I don't know. You put yourself in danger that way. Everything is danger. It's danger. You're coming. Danger's coming at you from all sides. Okay. That's so fair. here's what you do. You, okay. You. Uh, you. You. There's, there's, uh, you know, there's, you got your at home workout and then there's going to the gym, right? So when mm. you're at home, you bench press stone <laughs> dogs. <Okay. laughs> then, but in terms of like going to the gym, that's, that's what you want to do. Cause look, all working out is, is where you're trying to tap into something primal that is no longer necessary in today's society. Right. You're trying to build your body into a weapon of violence. You might not, now you might deny that, but that's what you're doing. Right. Regardless of whether or not that's your goal. That's why it feels so good to get your pump on. The testosterone is just, you know, flooding your veins if you're if you're, you know, a testosterone creature, which I personally was born as what the fuck does that mean? (laughs) Um and uh, (laughs) um uh, it, it gets you in fighting mode and animals are we we are engineered but through natural selection to get excited at you know, yeah. being good at fighting and to so, go, yes, yes, I can fight good now. Yeah, exactly. So what you want to do is more or less treat your life like you are a character in an anime. Mm. You just kind of what you want to do is you want to find the fucking biggest, meanest motherfucker you can. Mm-hmm. You want to go in there and you just want to pick a fight with them. Yeah. Just do it. And one of two things is going to happen. You're either going to A, beat him. And then you're stronger for it. And then you find the next guy and the next guy and you just keep going until you are the most powerful person or you die. 
and it's over. It's fine. Yeah, you're good. Yeah, you won. You finished the game. That's true. That's the end of the game. Yeah, that's just <laughs> one of the endings of this sandbox RPG. Is, 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 um, you, is yeah, you die. Yeah, and the, either way, I think you've come away. Um, you know, you've learned something. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Well, you know how they say what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Mm-hmm. In the world to come. What doesn't, what does kill you will also make you stronger. Yes. Because being undead is, of course, always going to come in handy. You might not be a yoked zombie, but if you come back as a zombie, uh, a boogan, a Dracula, a Dracula, a, um, a goblin, goblin, a, a skeleton with a sword, so, uh, a sword. Let's talk about that. <laughs> you know me. I'm a bone guy. Let's <laughs> <laughs> talk about skeletons and swords. I, I'm, I'm particularly interested in bones, which is something I've learned about myself today. Somehow it took me this long. Um, <laughs> skeletons and No, go backwards. I hate this direction I've taken things yeah, in. I wanna, what I, were you I, talking I, I, I about? Wanna, I want to show you what you, you basically did to me just now is you just went skeletons and swords. <laughs> <laughs> just like, I don't know. Say something about it. <laughs> I was gesturing at you like, take it away, Chris. <laughs> you know, do your spiel on skeletons and swords. <laughs> I know you've got it packed away in there. Did you, you heard me floundering, right? <laughs> I was trying to come up with something. Hey, guys. Uh, so we... It took us six goddamn motherfucking hours <laughs> to set up this goddamn podcast. Something was going on with Pro Tools. It turns out a knob was turned in the wrong direction. Fucking knob. <laughs> this is so... Look, it's late, but we're here with you again and it's it's all love. <laughs> Our next question. <laughs> Did we answer the question? How to get yoked? Just like... The, I think it, it's, it's a, you know, it's a matter of keeping active is what it comes mm. down to. Yeah. You just and gotta... Yeah. What were you gonna say? Prison rules. Prison rules. Absolutely. Yeah. Biggest, meanest bitch in the yard. Take him down. A friend of ours went to jail and apparently when they were processing him at the beginning, he's like six foot seven or something. One of the guards looked at him and went, you're either going to be in charge real quick or the biggest target out there because everybody's want to, everybody <laughs> wants to take on the biggest guy in the yard. And it's, that's a very sadistic thing to say to a that's man a who... That's a bad thing to say to a person who has just horrible? gone to jail. Yeah. He's already freaked out. Yeah. You don't need to scare him more. He's not in a good position. No, he's not well. Yeah. You're kicking a man while he's down. He didn't even do anything that bad. No, he just screwed up. Yeah. That just happens. People are, you know, messy. We screw up sometimes. And just some schlub who I guess, I don't know didn't do enough wife beating for the week and needed to get some aggression out. I don't know. That's too dark. You can, we can cut that we can part cut out. that out. That's fine. Look, it's not, it's not beating your wife. Isn't funny, but hating cops is. Yeah. And this guy's kind of like a cop only even weaker and has even less authority. Arguably worse than a cop. A little bitch. Yeah. A little bitch. He's a little, little piece of shit. I wish that our friend had murdered him. This is what no, you, this is how you get yoked in the apocalypse. Mm. First, you're gonna have to go to a prison, and it's look the prison's gonna be shut down and empty because you know the apocalypse. But somewhere in that prison, there's gonna be a ledger of all of the people who worked at said prison. 
you're going to want to find all the guards. You want to go. You're going to find them and you challenge them to single combat. Well, clearly they they all thought they were the biggest meanest bitch in the yard. And now they have their opportunity to prove it to you. Yeah. 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 And you're going to teach them, or you're going to die. Yeah. And if you die, you might come back as a yoked zombie. Might come back as a skeleton with a sword, <laughs> or you might. I don't know. Uh, be a ghost. I don't. I didn't even think about that. Sometimes you're a ghost. Ghosts Sometimes are pretty ghost. strong. Ghosts are pretty strong. Because you can't I've punch them. I've often said this. You have. You've said that a lot. You <laughs> said that in the middle of the night last night. Yeah. Not, you were asleep. And I heard you call a, out. You woke up in a cold sweat last night. You bolted upright in bed. And I was... You didn't even... It wasn't even because of me. Hmm. It was... You had like a bad dream. But I was just there right up against your ear. And I whispered... <laughs> It was because I've often said, I said, I, I've often said, William, the ghosts are very strong. And then you look in, looked in my direction and I was gone. I was just under the bed, but I did it real quick and you couldn't see me. I was about to say, Chris is one of the only people I've ever met who uh, has a ghost without having died first. The ghost of Chris Dunn is out there. Chris Dunn is not dead. I am Danny Phantom. Our next question. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. If any, if all that stuff doesn't work, you know, uh, you've listened to this podcast before. Jump in a barrel of radiation, maybe something good will happen. Our next question: Be Danny Phantom. What? Yeah, you could be Danny Phantom. You could. Um, you know, uh, we don't have to go down well, that, this road. No, no, no. no, no. Just... Let's let's just do it real quick. Um, have your parents built a very strange machine designed to view a world unseen? Yeah, and if it doesn't quite work. Make sure that they quit and you can go take a look inside of it. Because <laughs> then there will be a great, a great big, big flash, flash of and things everything that just change. And your molecules will get all rearranged. Phantom, 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 phantom. <laughs> and then when you first wake up, you'll realize that you have uh, 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 glowing white hair and glowing green, green eyes. eyes. You walk through walls, disappear, and fly. And be, be much more unique than the other guys. <laughs> but then you know what you're going to know what you have to do, which is <laughs> stop all the ghosts that are coming through. through. You know. And you have, you have to, to be, be there here, to, here to fight for me and you. <laughs> yeah, you have to fight for me, a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want these ghosts in my house anymore. You, you gotta, gotta do gotta, something about it. You gotta catch them all. <laughs> <laughs> you want to know something funny? When I started doing that bit, I was really confident that I knew the whole Danny Phantom theme song. Yeah. And I'm really glad you were there to fill in the blanks for me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I remember it all. <laughs> Hi. I have a Rottweiler and was wondering in what ways I would utilize her in the apocalypse. Now, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, Rottweiler, I'm going to use this as a weapon. I'm going to use this to assert my dominance over people who don't have Rottweilers. But you're wrong. Okay. I'm listening. Give me more information. Yes, and... Well, the th- here's the problem, though. <laughs> what? Here's the problem. You're going to go out there, dick swinging, thinking, I've got this big, scary dog. I'm going to be king of the wasteland. Uh-huh. Then the first night. You're screwed. You have to look around. <laughs> you got this-, this big stone dog. It's not going to be good. <laughs> All right. The stone dog bit has been officially called back. It's in the podcast. <laughs> They're going to turn to stone at night. And you know what? In some ways, that's kind of beautiful. They'll be safe. They'll be safe. They'll be they'll be uh, perfectly preserved as your little buddy forever. Beautiful. And you can use them to get fucking jacked as shit. <laughs> you can bench press your dog at night. And that's, you know, it's going to be a very, I think that's going to be a very like emotionally cathartic thing because you, mm. you went into this uh, using your dog as a tool in order to like, you know, 
you you were you were relying on the dog's power instead of your own but now um the dog is finally has an opportunity to help you realize your own power dog helps those who help themselves and through dog all things are possible <laughs> and from your mouth to dog's ears dog will is is everywhere dog will dog bless it is that's true dog is god backwards yeah that's, that's how spell, what that's i was how you doing that was the whole thing that i was doing right there <laughs> no i was i was dog 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 helps those who help themselves dog will be there for you dog won't necessarily fight your battles but dog will help you fight your own battles and that's honestly in many cases an even better friend it's gonna than be man's a, best yeah, friend yeah. would otherwise be it's gonna be an adjustment because you know he won't come when you call him uh he's nope. not gonna not gonna be fetching any sticks not at night no, but um, if you have like a bunch of paper that you don't want to blow away in the wind, <laughs> you know, your dog's going to really just, be able to help you with that. Just... <laughs> dog on the table. <laughs> well, because you're not going to be able to find a lot of like regular rocks. No, no. Yeah. And, and you're going to be living in a bombed out house. So there's going to be a lot of drafts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your papers are going to be flying all over the place. place. Your many papers and documents. Good luck handling your financials in the world to come. So you're going to have to get the petrified body of your Rottweiler. (laughs) Just plop them down on all of your many forms and documents. (laughs) One of the more terrifying aspects of the apocalypse that's coming is that forms, documents... More of a more of a problem in your everyday life. The bureaucracy is just insane. It's crazy. You'd think that society yeah. would fall apart, and therefore so would all forms of organized anything. That, but that was the main appeal, as yeah. far as I was concerned. Yeah, but it turns out that no forms and documents are gonna need them for all kinds of things. You might think uh, it's you might you might think it's cool when you fall into some radiation and you grow uh you know a couple extra arms, but it t- you're going to need a license for all of those arms. <laughs> and there's just a lot of stuff you got to fill out every time you get a new arm. You're going to need who a Who knows how many arms you might get? Yeah. There if, is no upward limit. Right. And if if you need firearms, Mhm. You need a firearm license. You're gonna have yeah. arms that are on fire. Yeah. If your arm catches fire, you're gonna need you're that's a whole that's a whole new set of forms you gotta fill out. Um You know. And insurance is gonna be a bitch in the world to come. You know, you have to you need a deed for the big rock you live under. <laughs> this is stupid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, welcome to the fucking podcast, Will. <laughs> <laughs> But I feel like usually, at least the bits, we're we're creating an apocalypse that feels like at least at least a little bit adjacent to classic apocalypse vibes, which yeah, is said, look, stuff is be, chaotic and I crazy. Said, look, if you're living in a if you're living in a bombed out house full of holes, there's going to be a lot of blustery winds, and you're going to need to do something to keep your documents in order. I, I, no, I understand. <laughs> there is a perfect one to one line of logic. No, I understand. <laughs> That that's totally within the bounds of the established <laughs> cultural like uh, language that we use to talk about potential apocalypse scenarios. Totally get it. The documents, <laughs> what they're for, us talking about bureaucracy. Did I start that? Did you start that? Who's to blame here? I don't like it. It doesn't matter because it's the future, Will. Okay. It's ineffable. It's, 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 it, you can't, this is, this is just how things are going to be. I don't care for that. Well, we can't get everything we want. Because he here's the thing. This is and look, listen, Will, Will. Before you don't, 
Don't spiral, okay? okay. Don't spiral. I'm working on it. Because it's okay. Because at the end of the day, the theme of this podcast is making the best out of a bad situation. Mm. So what you're going to want to do is turn all those documents into a sword. <laughs> and you're going to you. you're going to have to use it to overthrow <laughs> the government, the new government, the apocalypse government that makes you fill out all these forms cuz you shouldn't have to fill out all these forms. I'm fucking losing. You're going to start you're going to use those dark documents to create weapons and start a revolution. I, I need to do something. I need to just add something really quick okay. in order to just make this work for me. You may. Uh, this scenario wherein you got all these papers and documents and bureaucracy rules, yes. the wastelands, yeah. uh, that's a while down the road after things go kooky crazy for a long time. Mm-hmm. When we first tried to establish a new government following the apocalypse and uh, hundreds of years of chaos and awfulness, uh, the government that will be formed will be incredibly disorganized and incredibly discombobulated and require so much bureaucracy and red tape for you to be able to do anything at all that it will be like an e like 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 a, 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 a apocalypse times two yeah reverse apocalypse and it's, it's it, that's the thing is that like at first it's going to be great it's going to be anarchy in the way that all anarchists think anarchy is going to be where mm-hmm. it's like good Mm-hmm. And it's just free and fun, and you can do whatever you want. And then fucking some some fat cat down in down in D.C. some fucking so, some some fucking portly aristocrat, aristocrat, yeah, a portly a mutated cat who <laughs> thank you who's, who's big and he has like a big mustache and a smoking jacket, uh-huh. and he's like not enough documents. Yep. <laughs> There is not enough forms and papers in this society. And so they send out their uh, troopers who are also cats. And <laughs> That's going to be the first. I'm, I, I hate this. I love it. I, I love that I hate it and I hate that I love it. Um, the first wave of government to come in following the uh, era of anarchy will be a cat government. It will be just cats doing what cats do best and that is making your life a little bit more difficult and now so i i know what you're thinking the question was what are you how how what's my how am i going to use my rottweiler really and here yeah and here's so but here's so here's what you gotta do yes. here, let me let me let me oh i love so, where we're going no yeah no, yeah no. so here's the thing rottweiler turns into stone yeah Nothing to stop the cat government from taking over. Fuck. Here's what you gotta do. You gotta destroy the moon. (laughs) You gotta destroy... That's step one. Destroy the moon. Then your Rottweiler, take care of the rest. Okay. She'll know what to do immediately as soon as she's unpetrified. Okay. I I like it. Yeah. But um, also, if you are unable to do this, collect more dogs. Mm. They will be your companions during the day. And a wall of terrifying, <laughs> like, uh, a Vlad the Impaler-style heads on pikes around you. Cats will stay away because they're stupid. They're cats. They don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah. You know, that's why they can't make a good government. And they'll they like, see these... They like tuna fish and documents. That's what cats like. Well, I mean, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, I, that's what my cat likes. Yeah. And inefficient bureaucracies. And pooping in sand. Um, and it will uh, be illegal to not poop in sand. Yeah. That will be one of the laws that they establish. <laughs> and you're going to want a wall of stone dogs to keep you safe at night away, uh, uh, so that you can poop in a toilet instead. Yeah. And that you don't have to then fill out a corresponding form every time you, you, you know, relieve yourself 
right. so that the government can keep track of the comings and goings of your bowels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, All right. Yeah. I feel, like, I feel like we really covered that. Let's pull up this uh, inspiring and encouraging graphic here. What? I'm just oh. pu- I'm pulling up more uh, motivational uh, just... graphics. <laughs> Safe search off. <laughs> and Lola Bunny, 1996. You just let me know when you're ready to do more podcasting. Okay. Right now, I am not behaving. <laughs> Ugh. Slate.com. Conservatives want you to be mad that Lola Bunny's not hot anymore. <laughs> Space Jam 2 is a kid's cartoon, but it's the adults who are freaking out that the rabbit has lost her boobs. <laughs> listen. Listen. You want to criticize what conservatives are doing? You, you'd be my guest. But you want to kink shame... All oh, king shame, king shame, all of them. It's not necessary. Somebody wants, somebody likes rabbits with boobs. That's their big, big problem. Our next question. Here she is, mad at Daffy for something. <laughs> oh yeah, go. she's. Oh, you love to see it. Yeah. Our next question. Mm-hmm. In the before times, we buy rings and give flowers to our loved ones. How will these courting rituals change in the world to come? Cactus. Cacti. All right. All right. Flowers. Yes. Most flowers will at this point have turned into beasts. Conscious, active, animated creatures mm-hmm. that are carnivorous or at least very rude. Yeah. Right away, as soon as the event happens, uh, plants achieve a sort of sentience comparable to us. Mm-hmm. And most of them find out about Venus flytraps and they're like, oh, shit, that's fucking sick as hell. I want to do that. Right. And so they do. Yeah. And it's a problem for a us. A big one. Yeah. And so courting with bouquets of roses and all that jazz, nah, not a good idea. Every rose has its thorns. Now... Every in rose, the future, every rose has a gun. I was literally about to say. <laughs> yeah, okay. You took the words right out of my mouth. Okay, good. Every rose has a gun. But here's... <laughs> it's, which is actually very... You would, you would think, you would think that would drive... That would, that would uh, you know, drive you away from roses uh-huh. in terms of romance. Right. You're wrong. Oh? Because nothing in the apocalypse is going to be more romantic than the means to protect oneself. That's true. You want you're gonna you want to give you're gonna want to give your sweetheart a beautiful gun, hey, that's a big true. beautiful gun for your sweetheart to show show her how much you care. So, <laughs> <laughs> so what you're gonna what you're gonna want to do is like in the before times, seek thee out some flowers. But in the after times, the light the world to come, uh, in the coming times. In the times yet to come, in 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 come time, in come time, yes. <laughs> Sorry, the come time, um, as we've always called it on this podcast. Uh, welcome everybody to come time. <laughs> Why are we doing this bit again? We've basically done this. What bit. were you to say? Um, <laughs> uh, seek thee out, thy roses, and pluck them from the earth. 
if you can. They will all have a weapon. Yeah. It will be one of the most common ways of uh, acquiring weaponry. Flowers will actually be in possession of most of the Wasteland's weaponry because while most of humanity is unconscious after the bombs fall, the flowers very quickly become conscious and very quickly take up arms. And so if you want a gun, most of the time, the only way you're getting one is either by sharpshooting a raider from 30 knots or sneaking up on a stupid flower. Yeah. And so what you want to do is you're going to take that flower and what you want to do first before you give it to your sweetheart is mm-hmm. you want to just uh, just unload it into the side of your thigh mm-hmm. uh, to show that you are uh, resistant to that you're resilient and resistant to pain. Right. Um, and that'll demonstrate your value <laughs> to um, the to the flower. To the, well, no, to the to your sweetheart. Oh, right. Okay. Your, yeah. No, this isn't to it. Well, you're gonna want to. What you're gonna want. This is what you do. Okay. You take you take you take the gun from the flower. Uh-huh. You look the you you fucking just barrel straight into the flower's eyes. Just look right into its soul. It will have eyes. It will have eyes. It'll have at least two eyes. And then you're just you unload half of the clip into the side of your thigh right. as a show of dominance. Right. And then you will uh you will limp bleeding to your lover. And then unload the rest of the gun into your thigh, um, and then you know you 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 know you offer them the gun, but then you also you know amputate your thigh and present it to them as a romantic meal. That's <laughs> that's just tradition. Yeah, you know that's just what people are going to do. Could you just strangle the flower, take its take its gun, and give it to your sweetheart? Sure. Uh, could you just buy a little fucking cubic zirconium bullshit ring for your sweetheart sure and maybe she'll marry you if she's just like you know she's a basic ass bitch yeah if you know if she i don't know what i'm saying right now (laughs) just pretend i said something very very funny um (laughs) and (laughs) got it (laughs) um uh um but it's traditional to save up months of your salary to buy uh, mm-hmm. an excessively, excessively expensive right. ring. But in a post-capitalist world, you know, mm. you're going to have to find a different way to, like, you know, demonstrate the sacrifice that you are willing to make at, for your partner. At, yes, exactly. Well put. Yeah. And, and the, the only way to do that is through just wild, over-the-top self-harm. Yeah. And that's... Worked for me thus far in my relationships. <laughs> yeah. So anytime I'm feeling insecure in my relationships, I just, I FaceTime my partner. I take out a big knife and I just start <laughs> cutting up my face. And I say, you did this to me. <laughs> <What is that>? <laughs> <laughs> so you're uh, doing this to me by being how you are. And then you know what? They tend to be a little nicer. Welcome everybody to Life in the World <laughs> to Come. I'm Marilyn Manson. <laughs> um, uh, I feel like <laughs> did we cover that? I feel like we've answered that question. Yeah, I think we did a good. How are we doing on time? Just out of curiosity. Uh, who knows? I'm too busy staring <laughs> at Lola Bunny's <laughs> voluptuous <laughs> rabbit titty. <laughs> I feel like we explained the Lola Bunny stuff on the uh, take of the podcast that we uh, deleted, and I don't care to explain it again. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I <don't know. laughs> yeah, I think I'm perfectly happy having like people just 
not know and only be able to maybe gleam that perhaps I'm referring to a potential attraction to Lola Bunny <laughs> and have them just decide like decide on their own whether or not I'm a fucking furry. <laughs> no, you know what? Never mind. I take that back because they will decide I'm a furry. Fucking... <laughs> they will decide. If they are given leeway to decide whether or not I'm a furry, they'll pick it. Ladies and gentlemen, yesterday William and I sat down and watched both Space Jam movies. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, yeah, and, we did. And and you know, at near the end when we were watching Space Jam 1996, <laughs> something awoke within <laughs> my friend William. That's a fucking bald-faced lie, <laughs> you rat bastard. It awoke early on in the film. <laughs> Look, I'll put it this way, is that we had a whole conversation before watching the movie about the discourse uh, involving uh, the, uh, you know, the streamlining of of Lola Bunny. Right, the Um, watering down. The watering down of Lola Bunny. The castration. And there was a part, and and, and you, you, I feel like you had an assumption going in that like, well, there's no way that the original Lola Bunny could be (laughs) that sexy. No, I thought... (laughs) did think that it was something people were just like being silly about like i really thought that people's interest in lola bunny was like the same as like those people who are like oh my rose my furry rosebud was that girl from the rescuers down under right like i thought it was some innocent thing no (laughs) it is unfortunately a very sexy rabbit it's aggressive (laughs) the sexuality of that character in that film in that film for seven year olds is actually vaguely offensive (laughs) like I'm you know me I'm not easily offended I like edgy offensive shit but this was weird and I was watching it going like not only could you not do that today you shouldn't Not, not because of some like ideological reasons, but because it's fucking weird. It's just gross and weird. I don't know. Like, I just don't understand how you could be comfortable making the creative decisions that led to that character. Well, uh, they had what it, what had happened. I assume is that they had written the script for Space Jam the movie, mm-hmm. and some Hollywood producer. With I, I'm imagining just a blazer and no shirt, gold medallion, <laughs> fat as shit, balding, just like this like 1970s movie producer, just like yeah, it's it's pretty good. How how come how come how come Bugs Bunny doesn't get to kiss a goyle? Does <laughs> anybody explain that to me? I want you to draw a goyle, Bugs Bunny, and I want you to make her the hottest. <laughs> I I read. I actually did read about it. I was curious, <laughs> and I read about it, and apparently they did have a bunny I'm sh- <laughs> that was basically just Bugs Bunny, but like, you know, mini mousified. Right. And they decided that was insufficient for Space Jam. <laughs> that they had to, what? That they they what? had to come up with somebody new. Insus- insufficient? Oh, wait, like, there was already a character there that exists? There already was a love interest bunny that had been established previously. But they wanted a sexy one. Yeah, I know. Well, that pretty was like not sexy enough. Yeah, I need this bunny. To, I just need this bunny to look at bugs, and you just you feel some deep. In the, I want to believe that this is a hot <laughs> rabbit. I, <laughs> I need to know that I I need to feel it in my loins. Listen to me. Look at me in my eyes. <laughs> no, I don't want to fuck a rabbit. I'm telling you, me to you right now, I have no interest in having sex with a rabbit. I want you to change my mind. 
Well, <laughs> y'all heard Mr. Lasagna. <laughs> we we gotta get him to want to fuck a rabbit. How how do we do that? Uh, make make her thick as fuck. <laughs> make her give this duck a sultry look now and again. <laughs> Let's have her eyelids be the size of a human fist. <laughs> <She's>... <laughs> Step one. She... Fluttery eyelashes. <laughs> they gotta be really fluttery. Mr. Lasagna likes fluttery <laughs> eyelashes. You've seen what the way he looks at his secretary. <laughs> Number two. <laughs> Exposed midriff, obviously. Uh, three. Well, she can't look too much like a rabbit. <laughs> So what? She's got to look like some something else. Mr. Mr. Lasagna, what what role will this rabbit uh, play in the movie? What, <laughs> what do you mean? She kisses bugs. That's, that's, that's a role in the movie. Now she's well, the goyim. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> well, no, you can't. Just, I'd make her good at basketball. I don't know. There you go. You we've never. This is a character. None of these are characters that are over seventy years old. They all have a deeply established canon and relationships with each other. And then the one time a bunch of aliens come down and challenge them to a basketball game, this broad comes in and she knows how to play basketball. Put them in the script. Um, uh, she plays basketball and she's fucking hot. <laughs> <laughs> surprisingly watchable yeah the second the first one the original space jam yeah yeah um the, the space jam a new legacy was not as bad as i expected it to be but still very bad though i said this during the movie mm -hmm. which is that i watched space jam a new legacy and was like you know that was bad but not as bad as i thought it was gonna be then i watched space jam 90 1996 and thought space jam new legacy is a fucking pile of trash it's a it's, it's a fucking horrible sucks. horrible <laughs> it's, like, it's movie. not good at all compared to space jam space jam one is fine yeah it's, I mean, it's a kid's movie. Yeah. With a little something in there extra for <laughs> the parents. Yo, look, you gotta, you gotta take, you gotta, you gotta, no, look, you gotta take your fucking kids to the movie theater. No one wants to do it. I know what you want to be doing is staying at home and looking at Goyles. So I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna put some, a little something, something in there just for you. Don't tell the wife, okay? <laughs> Listen, a little gift from me and you. I am timeless. <laughs> Tommy Lasagna just uh, who I, apparently at this point we've established is just every scumbag <laughs> with power uh, <laughs> I like the history of Tommy Lasagna because he's, I, he's had a lot of different occupations he's he a very has. like <laughs> he's lived such a life he's also gone by different names <laughs> but it's clearly the same guy <laughs> It's obviously the same guy. Uh, oh, God. Max from Entitled Artist Management. Yeah. He's just Tommy Lasagna. Yeah. Tommy Lasagna from Tommy Lasagna Spaghetti and Auto Parts. <laughs> Fast food, not a repair. And that's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like there's so much more to say about that's, Lola Bunny. Uh, it's... We could we could truly dedicate the entire episode just to talking about Lola Bunny. We could dedicate an entire podcast to it. I could. <laughs> it's, 
What will the classic artists like Elton John and Billy Joel end up like after the event? <laughs> Mostly dead. Mostly. Except for Elton John and Except Billy Joel specifically. John. Except for Elton John and Billy Joel. Because they have... I mean, they're already like, what, 10, 20,000 years old? They're quite old. <laughs> and they're also calloused and hardened by years of feuding. That's true. I don't know if you know this, are, but are they, they don't... Do they, they hate each other? <laughs> apparently, Billy Joel, he's like... Th- the high roader between the two of them. <laughs> yeah, Elton John. El- Elton John seems like he could maybe get into some shit. Oh, apparently he's Elton- just like constantly throwing shade at Billy Joel for retiring, and Billy Joel is just like, "I love the guy. I mean, he's a decent dude. I don't know why he won't leave me alone." <laughs> and I love that. That's so good. And then Elton John's just like, "You're on your fourth wife, and I don't like you." And 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 he's just like, "I don't, Elton. I think you're a really talented pianist, and like." <laughs> You seem great. Um, I wish that we could just get along, but let me know if you want to like just hang out sometimes. And he's just like, Billy Joel's a coward. He can't write anymore. He's lazy, and that's why he's retired. See, and that's and the interesting thing about that is that Billy Joel and Elton John, uh, you know, are representative of two primal forces, much like Cain and Abel. They really are. <laughs> they, they will be having these interactions until the end of time. They're anima and animus. They're yes. yin and yang. <laughs> exactly. They fuel one another. They create one another because every space that Billy Joel occupies, Elton John allows to be and vice versa. Elton John's colorful peacocking and parading, uh, it's it's got metaphysical properties that will propel him forward through space and time in order to become the godlike being that he will become in the world to come whereas billy joel armstrong billy joel will <laughs> will, will 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 become billy joel armstrong <laughs> he will end up fusing with the lead singer and guitarist of green day and become uh, an equally powerful titan and hey the music that he makes after he fuses with the lead singer of green day it's not very good. No. No, these genres... They don't mix so great. You'd think, hey, you'd be like, hey, these are two different genres. Maybe they uh, mix in a really interesting way. No. They don't. And it's a shame. Yeah. Because he's not going to stop making that music. No, it's going to be obnoxious. I can't believe the thing that brings Billy Joel out of retirement is apo- is an apocalyptic moment wherein he fuses with the, with the guy from Green Day and somehow becomes way worse than ever. Yeah. And then goes, this music is something I want to do. This is a shame. It's, it's actually, it, it's funny because only then at that moment um, will uh, Elton John's beef be justified. Oh, yeah. And that will, that the, you know, the cosmic implications of that will echo across the universe. It will, it will be. Because uh... this isn't just two, uh, this isn't just two aging rock stars uh, feuding like a couple of uh, high schoolers on Twitter. Mm. This is a, this is this is a primordial force expressing itself through the minds of of uh, in a way that can be interpreted by human minds. Right. They are uh, representative of something old and I was gonna say old and ancient. I, for some reason, I knew it. I knew that you would. <laughs> I don't know why. Um, they they are they're they're primal forces. Yeah. You know what I mean. I had a larger point, but I forgot it. I understand though. Okay. Yeah. And when Elton John, what was the question? How, what were they going to be like? Oh, really? Was that it? It's basically, yeah. That's great. <laughs> Billy Joel will be a vampire. He was fused with Billy Joe Armstrong. Who is already a vampire. He That's is. how he became one. Right, exactly. 
Um, and Elton John uh, will become. Uh, uh, Honestly, he's just gonna, you know, he's just gonna kind of just keep doing what he's doing. It's just kind of minding his own business, doing his own thing. And Elton John is just gonna keep abusing him. <laughs> just, <laughs> it's just gonna be like, yeah, it's gonna be a, a a million years in the future, and like it's like it's like, oh, you're on your you're on your nine hundredth wife. Like, <laughs> you fuck, you live under a rock. It's embarrassing. <laughs> He's just gonna like, I'm, look, I'm just trying to, you know, I saved up a long time to get this rock, and uh, me and Patricia are really happy together. I don't know what to say. I really wish that you and I could bridge the gap. <laughs> just, <laughs> And Elton John, as the years go on, will become more and more just eldritch and, like, cosmic and powerful. He will have fractalized to the point where he's no longer identifiable as Elton John, but more as just a storm of Of, power and energy. Of of just power and just, like, you know, petty cattiness. (laughs) Lightning, (laughs) glitter, and snide remarks. A pure representation of of snide remarks. (laughs) Exactly. As where where Billy Joel will just... He'll just be like a guy. He'll be an old vampire. Yeah. Which in its own way, you know, because that's what he represents. Right. He'll still be a cosmic force, but the cosmic force he represents is just, you know, a guy who's who's lived a long time and is just minding his own business. Right. And there will be a little bit of that spirit in anybody who, you know, is minding their own business and has lived a long time. And uh, everybody kind of becomes a little bit Billy Joel or a little bit Elton John at some point in their life. And that's how it's really going to be. That's how you're going to be able to like classify people in the world to come is by mm-hmm. that. You know, the basically Billy Joel, uh, Billy Joel Armstrong, uh, Count Billy Joel Armstrong, and the Caddy Storm known as Elton John are the two genders post-apocalypse. Yes, and at the end of time, they will both take up their swords and do battle. <laughs> <laughs> and will will we enter into a new age of? Of, of of snide remarks or just you know just kind of doing whatever just kind of just being your own just being yourself and just trying not to bother anyone they will decide yeah yeah they will they will they will define the nature of the next universe and uh so that's so, what they'll be like in the apocalypse yeah and uh don't ask me why you're welcome. Yeah, that's pretty good. Thank you. Got that? Thank you. It was nice. Piano man. <laughs> hey, Chris and Will. Hello. I have a friend who's unfortunately falling into an essential oil pyramid scheme, but because it's funny to laugh at the misery of others, I'm wondering, will the apocalypse have any place for sandalwood oil, leopard print leggings, or laxative teas? Wait, leopard pl- pl- Wait, what? I'm assuming that leopard print le- leggings are one of those things that they have pyramid schemes for. Oh, that's fucking dumb. Yeah, right? How do you fall for that one? I don't know. That's not even like a good product. You're like someone's, uh, you're someone's like fun aunt. Mm, fun but mean. You're, you're someone's fun, mean, alcoholic aunt. Yeah. And you really want some leopard print leggings to show. Okay, but like that's yeah. not, that's, <laughs> I mean, that's clearly a, a big market, but it's right. only so big. And you're not going to convince a lot of people to go in your downline if that's all you're selling, unless you have a lot of mean fun ants. Well, because that well, that's the whole point of uh, of of pyramid schemes Uh is that the people that are making money for the pyramid schemes are not the people who are, you know, buying the products. It's the people selling the products because they in order to sell the products, they have to buy more of the products. But the products are fucking stupid and bad. No one wants them. But they're supposed to, like, also sell the products if they can. Yeah, but they usually can't. That's, hmm. that's what makes pyramid schemes a thing. I, 
thought it was that they can sell the products. I mean, they but can. They're not. Whatever, it doesn't matter. That's, that's the whole point, is that the is the main source of income for a right. pyramid scheme does not come from the selling of the products itself, but comes from people who are selling the products, buying the products from, you know, the people at the top. Right. So that they can attempt to sell it themselves, and then they can't, because it's fucking right, leopard right, right, print right. leggings. Legging. Who fucking wants that? And there's, there's going to be still a market for leopard print leggings. There will be more of one in the world to come than there currently is. Yeah. Because there will be a lot of leopards that you're going to want to like make sure that they don't realize you're not one of them. Exactly. There's going to be like leopards all over the place, just like floor to ceiling everywhere. It's going to so be like a le- leopard planet. Yeah, it's going to be like a leopard. <laughs> it's going to be like a... <laughs> leopard planet! Welcome to okay. leopard... Yeah. yeah, you get it. You, you listen to the podcast. It's going to be a leopard planet, and you're going to need those leggings in order to camouflage. Right. Which makes an interesting point. Mm. Because is it still a pyramid scheme if the thing that you if the thing that you're selling becomes a thing that you need? Right. Then and they actually do all sell. It's just a pyramid. Yeah. A pyramid made of leopards. A leopard pyramid. <laughs> leopard pyramid. Right. Is that was that the question? Have or we have we answered it? I don't know, but the uh the 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 uh the Im- the mental image of an 80s glam rocker standing atop a leopard ziggurat on you I know, love that. <laughs> just 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 a lightning bolt comes down and strikes his guitar. All right. And zooms yeah. out yeah. and it's leopard planet. Yeah. Okay, we, we should talk about that. We should just talk, we should about, just that talk about that instead, instead of whatever the question. What was asked? I don't, who knows. Let's talk about this guy. <laughs> um his his name is uh uh uh, uh Zap Gordon. Z- no. Zap Gorgeous. Z- oh! <laughs> Zap Gorgeous. <laughs> I love that. Lead singer and rhythm guitarist. <laughs> for he's not lead guitar. Yeah, he's definitely rhythm guitarist. For Because <laughs> he's not that good. No, he's fine. You know, it's just... Lead singer so gonna, and rhythm gonna, guitarist. Yeah, Twilly screamy singing. <laughs> for, for, uh, for Leopard Planet. The, uh, the quintessential hair rock band hair metal band right um and that will be the only band that's still playing (laughs) in the world to come yeah if you want to go see a touring rock band it's leopard planet or nothing here's the thing is that there's a lot of this is not the question here's the thing i don't give a fuck about the question (laughs) i want to talk about zap gorgeous (laughs) and leopard planet here's the thing Here's a lot of a lot of a lot of musicians will call themselves uh, rock gods, and they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Of course, there's not. only one rock. There's only one person who will attain godhood in in the art of rock. Zap gorgeous. Zap gorgeous. Through the use of his leopard planet band and leopard pyramid, mm-hmm. because that's how they'll tour is atop a pyramid made of leopards. Yes. Leopards can run quite quickly, as you are aware. Most mm-hmm. likely, I think they can. Maybe it's cheetahs. I don't give a shit. Leopards can run very fast. I bet they can go pretty quick. Pretty quick? Yeah. Yeah, sure. And <laughs> and when stacked up in a pyramid, all running together, they can go even faster. And you can see, roving around the wasteland, oh, with the right kind of eyes, and you can hear it off in the distance, the rock and roll of leopard planet blaring... Yeah, there we go. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Let your this hair is, down. This is just for you. No, I'm, I'm, yeah. The audience needs to know this is happening too. He's letting his hair down. Yeah. Shout at the devil, man. 
Just go on. Just keep going. Just keep All going. right. <laughs> and you're going to hear that glorious fucking shredding coming from miles away. If you want to hear live rock and roll in the world to come, you just got to follow the sound of the leopard pyramid running across the arid plains of the post-apocalyptic wasteland singing songs about chicks and doing blow <laughs> and doing blow off of chicks and blowing chicks <laughs> it's <laughs> and <laughs> I just did some pretty good physical comedy it was no very one, good no one is going to be able to see it's a shame yeah I, I was uh, pantomiming playing electric guitar on top of a ziggurat made of leopards <laughs> As it speeds through the wasteland at a million miles an hour. I don't know this word you've used. Yeah. What Zigger- is it? It's a temple. Okay. It's a fancy word for like a temple or a place of worship. It sounded like cigarette to me at first. And I was like, that's interesting too. Because you'll also be able to see them <laughs> riding giant flying cigarettes. Yeah. Um, no, wait. The leopards are all smoking cigarettes. Oh, oh, that's powerful. Yeah, it's a good image, right? And I know what you're wondering. We've already mentioned that Zap Gorgeous is not that good at guitar. How did he become a a rock god? Everything else that we've said. Yeah. Rock is 99% energy and sensuality. Oh, yeah. It's all about body language. Yep. And Zap Gorgeous embodies that in a way that no other musician ever has. He's one of those guys where... uh, His leopard... His leather... I said leopard, but leather and leopard print... Uh, really, really tight leather jeans. Yeah. Uh, they they sit perfectly at his waist and nothing sticks out on the sides. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like his torso rises perfectly from the tube of his pants. He's got a good body is what I'm saying. And right. that does a lot of the talking. <laughs> That's that body language. And his body speaks volumes and uh, is... I'm, I'm wanna, sorry. I'm thinking too much about... Here's the, here's the thing. You want to mm-hmm. be a rock god? Mm-hmm. Just be hot. Mm. Get fucking sexy yeah 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 yeah, let's yeah and i want you to i want you to i want you to open up google images yeah you will you go to deviantart Uh and when you type in lola bunny (laughs) 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 already up i clicked so i I clicked firefox and already up (laughs) i am glad that we did this now instead of later on And then, yeah, you know, just, you know, just kind of absorb that general vibe and then uh, go out and make some fucking music. Do it. Yeah. 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 And you got to have those. uh, uh, I hate using the phrase that they used in Rick and Morty because it's too gross of a phrase. Uh You got to have the cum gutters. Yeah. Um, And he's got those. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like a a sharp ridge. And he keeps cocaine in them. (laughs) (laughs) Those are his cocaine gutters. Yeah. You know, um, every now and he's like, every now and every, whenever there's like a break in the guitar solo, it's just, just, yeah. you know, just, yeah, baby. Yeah. And, uh, that's all I, that's all I have actually. I, think. <laughs> I was done. just hard stop. Just, um, <laughs> and the end. <laughs> <laughs> um, Zap Gorgeous. Uh, what was the fucking question? I don't know. It l- truly had absolutely oh, nothing to do with this. Pyramid schemes. Right. Because this is a giant pyramid of leopards. Well, that will be Zap Gorgeous's pyramid scheme. You're right. Is to take over the world by riding around uh, 
a pyramid made out <laughs> yeah, that's of his, cigarette smoking yeah, leopards. That's his pyramid scheme. Right. And playing <laughs> rock and roll music, doing cocaine off of his cum gutters, and <laughs> flying across the arid plains of the wasteland playing glam rock. <laughs> yeah, we brought it we brought it in. That's the pyramid scheme of the it's future. It's all together. There we go. Excellent work. <laughs> 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 All right, let's do let's do one more question. Yeah, I think because it's be... so fucking hot in here. Yeah, it is. All right, okay, this is it. This is the big one, the last question ever. The apocalypse. It's over after this. Oh wow. Yeah. Fucked up. All right. Ugh, all right. Let's let's. What was this fucking asshole's? fucking piece of shit question hi chris and the other guy mm-hmm. yeah i'm a small evil lesbian and i really want a girlfriend <laughs> <laughs> don't don't describe yourself as that and then also pretend you don't know who will wood is I'm a small evil lesbian and i really want a girlfriend will my chances of getting a girlfriend change when the apocalypse happen you know what? With that fucking attitude, no. Look, here's you might not you might not uh, get a girlfriend, but you might get a lion friend. You yeah. might get a dog friend. If you're really lucky, a bunny friend. Oh, <laughs> thanks everybody for listening to Life in the World to Come. <laughs> uh, potential title for this episode: The Last Temptation of Bugs Bunny. Oh, I like that. That's pretty good. I like that a lot. Um, yeah, you, have, you got any thoughts about how to get a girlfriend in the apocalypse? I don't know how to get one in this day and age. <laughs> I got a girlfriend, and he's a boy. <laughs> Can't get it right. Ah, <laughs> uh, beans. I really goofed it up again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, beans. It is. It's too hot in here. Yeah. Can think of any jokes? Uh, do you want to? You want to call it? I feel like I we think, got enough. Here. I feel like we can call it at this point, guys. Uh, thank you for listening to Life in the World to Come. Uh, this has been a wonderful time that yeah. you and I have had together. Yeah. Um. Uh. You can find us on Instagram. Uh. You can find us on Discord. Uh. Our intro and outro music is "We Are the Hellhounds" by the Taxpayers. Um. Support us on Patreon. Is that patreon.com slash life in the world to come? Patreon.com slash life in the world to come. You could probably also just Google life in the world to come Patreon and that'll you'll figure it out from there. That's fair. Yeah. Um, there will also probably be some t-shirts or something you can get soon. And um, hey, just real quick before I go. I keep asking you motherfuckers to leave <laughs> us a review on iTunes and you're not fucking doing it. <laughs> leave us a review on iTunes. Okay? I'm not gonna... I'm not gonna fucking ask these people about this again. Okay. I'm not gonna do it. I won't. I mean... Okay. Leave us a review. It's not hard. It's gonna take you a couple fucking seconds. Leave us a goddamn fucking review on iTunes. You don't even need to put a comment on it. Just a star. No, just give us a, give us a fucking... Give us a five-star review on iTunes so that more people listen to this podcast and we can finally, finally make some fucking money off of you people. That would be nice. What I'd really like is to be able to make money off of you people without having to sell you anything. 
Yeah. I want ad revenue. That's a very baby. genuine uh, uh, way of putting the joke I was just doing. Yeah. <laughs> Which is that, yes, I, you know, uh, subscribe to us on Patreon so that we don't have to engage in capitalism. Yeah. I mean, I'll keep doing it on my end, but, right. you know, like. <laughs> Let's let's create but, you know, a sustainable ecosystem of uh, free content that anyone can access. Yeah, I'll um, keep doing my thing, <laughs> uh, and I'll allow my co-creator to keep and being, I'll keep uh, deluding myself into thinking I'm an anarchist, a communist, fucking <laughs> whatever it is. I believe I, I <laughs> let me continue believing it, and I'm gonna keep not believing in anything at all. Okay. All right. We figured it out. All right. <laughs> can I shake your hand? I'd like to shake your hand. All right. I want to shake your hand. <laughs> 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 All right, we're done, we're done. Yeah, we're done.